All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Call Up. We've got our first midweek record here, but hey, we'll take. It. We are now three or four days into the baseball season, and uh, no, no surprise to anybody, but it's almost already in jeopardy. Monks, any thoughts? Uh, first of all, happy baseball's back. What's up with you, man? What's going on? How's life? Life's good. Like you said, happy baseball's back. Yeah. Uh, some of the recent news hasn't been the best, um, but we have baseball to watch every night, which is great. And we've got NHL coming back this weekend, NBA coming back. Um, so all is good. I think, uh, I think we're still trying to get through all, all of this, um, <clears throat> COVID-19. Is hockey, you know, hockey's back already? Hockey will be back this weekend. I actually didn't know that. Hockey will be back this weekend. Yep. The first play-in games are on Sunday. So, but, uh, uh, what's up with you? You know, man, not much. I was in, uh, I went home this last weekend, surprised my sister for her birthday. Um, little San Diego weather, a little beach action. It was really nice. Um, back in Houston now, we got a little tropical storm rolling through, so that's never fun, but, um, we're doing good, man. This, this last weekend was one of the more fun ones I've had in a long time with baseball. Um, we've got a, just a boatload of stuff to talk about today. Um, I think you and I have been pretty busy the last couple of days with work and other stuff going on. So we are doing a, what is it? Tuesday today, Tuesday night record. I would like to say that we could, um, we could put this as our primary job and make this our, our priority, <laughs> but uh, that's just not the case. And yeah, we both have full-time jobs outside of this, but yeah. hey, at least we're getting the record in this week and hopefully we'll have it up um, when you guys are listening to this, hopefully Wednesday. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got baseball to talk about, which is fantastic. Let's, like you uh, said, we've got tons to cover. Let's, yeah, I was going to say, let's dive right into it, dude. I know yeah. five, get up on 5.30 here. Um, so look, so I guess timeline for everybody. So opening day was, what was that? Uh, Thursday, yeah, Thursday. Yes, last um, week. Yankees Nationals was the first game, and we were so excited that instead of just, of course, because it's 2020 and nothing goes as you as planned, we are blessed with two pretty much breaking news stories the day before and the day of, of opening day. Right. So hours the first thing before, we can talk really? about is the is the first. Yep, hours before the first one is the Mookie Betts deal. Um, yep. And then literally three hours before the season starts, the MLB agrees to the extended expanded playoffs. Um, so I guess let's, let's talk a little bit about the Mookie one, man. This was um, I was pretty surprised to see this. So I think the final numbers were um, if you include the one here, he has left. It's the, it's like 13 for 362 or something like that. Yeah, um, I think and I'll give you my initial thoughts. and I'll turn it over to you. But. The 13 sounds a bit outrageous. The money value doesn't really bother me that much. Um, I was expecting him, you know, the quality player. I think it's pretty consensus that he's the second best player in baseball behind Mike Trout. Um, the 13 years is a lot, man. I, don't, I think he's 26, so he's well, well, and, and you know, he's he's right in the middle of his prime. Um, yep. He's going to be really, really good for them for a really long time. Um, I, I don't care about speculating how he's going to look in his late 30s. Um, I hear people talking about like, oh, he gets now the NL has DH. They could switch into that later on. It's like, I, I don't care what Mookie Best is doing at 38, right? They, they signed this deal to get him from age 26 to age, let's say, what, 34, 35? Yeah, he's 27 right now, so he'd be he'd be 40 at the end of the contract. Okay, so I, I don't care about years 36 to 40. I mean, he could be good still, no doubt, but they're trying to win championships now. Um yeah, the bulk of the bulk of where they'll get this contract and where they'll make your, their money in this contract, obviously, like you said, it's the next four, 
you know, four or five, six years with Mookie. Right. It's, it's kind of like the Garrett Cole deal in a way. You know, the, the Yanks are, are paying for the next, let's say, five or six years of goal, of Garrett Cole's really, really good prime. And then, you know, the, the later years are who knows what will happen, right? Yeah. Um, a few, I know there's a, probably a few deferrals in it. Um, you know, people, they'll be paying him later on in life. Um, I, I saw a cool thing. He's like required to pay, um, like donate money to the Dodgers charity every year. It's mm. like part of his contract. He has to donate like 500 K or something like that, which is pretty cool. Um, I guess the, the biggest thing for me was like, was Mookie Betts maybe afraid to test the free agency market because of COVID? Um, was he kind of cornered into this in a way like he just he got the first good option and he just took it you know yeah um i don't know because like the red sox deal was pretty you know the the supposed deal they offered him back when they want extension was much much less than this um and now it's like i wonder if red sox fans wonder if they could have offered this deal and got him um but you gotta wonder i, I guess I, I i'll pose the question to you do you think he would have gotten a deal anywhere near this if he if he went to free agency this offseason I think so. I think the um, one thing I think about Mookie Betts is he's probably one of the more underappreciated players in the league. Like you said, he might be the best, second best player in the league um, behind Trout when you think about um, just yeah. kind of all around. I would I would put it probably Arenado in that category too. Sure. But um, yeah, I think he's one of the more underappreciated players in the league. Um, first off, good for him, right? I mean, it's a fantastic contract. He'll yep. be set for the rest of his life. Um, we talked about it. He's going to go until about forty till he's forty. So. Yeah, will he will he play a, a, a premier role in that contract for all 13 years? No, but like you said, is he going to play a huge role for this for this ball club and kind of be right. their centerpiece for the next six seven years? Yes. Um, would he get the same amount of money in free agency? I, I mean, you have to. I guess maybe maybe not because you look at um, what what Trout got done with the Angels, right? Um, yep. And that wasn't through free agency, but um, you got the Harper deal. You've got you know some other big deals, Bumgarner stuff like that where. You know they did leave, and then they got their their money in free agency. So I mean, who knows? But the, the Dodgers I, got a good one for the next you know cornerstone I, piece for the next six seven years for sure. I, I think the talk about how COVID was going to hurt free agency really applies to sort of the middle or I guess second tier type of players. I don't I don't I don't think the very cream of the crop would have been hurt by it too much. Obviously, Mookie yeah. Best is in that. Um, right. I, I don't I haven't looked at the free agency class, but like. George Springer is another big one from the Astros. George Springer is a very good player, but he's not Mookie Betts, right? So he no. might get a little <laughs> bit less. I think if you're talking about signing Mookie Betts, that, that, that is a franchise-changing move. I, I think you still have to pay the premium for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, man, the bottom line is, you know, it's, he got offered that much money to, to live in L.A. over Boston. Like, I think that that, that alone was probably a pretty easy choice. Um, I know there's a lot of speculation he was going to go back to Boston and be like the hero in return. Everyone's going to talk about him for years and years, which is cool and all. But like, end of the day, you know, he got he's getting paid 40 mil a year to to live and play in Los Angeles versus Boston, right? Yeah, we'll um, exactly. So um, I don't know if you have any other thoughts on it. I, I, I have, as you know, I grew up in San Diego. I've got a lot of good um, Padre fans, and boy, does this hurt. Um, they're you know, there's nothing they can do about it, but they're they're not happy, right? The Padres are are on the way up. They've got they've got a good team. You know, I I respect and, and appreciate what they're doing down there in San Diego. Um, yeah, I mean, were, this they, isn't... they were they were getting ready to compete for the next couple of years, right? Well, I mean, um, I guess how you could be upset if you're a Padres fan, but they're gonna have to do the same thing in a few years with Tatis. I mean, uh, there's true. no way you can get past paying that guy. So right, um, it's just like oh man, they they kind of tasted the competitiveness a little bit of it at least. 
and maybe in the next three or four years, now it's like, ah, oh, man, now we got Mookie yeah. around for, you know, yeah. damn near over a decade. I don't know. The Dodgers dropped two out of three to the freaking Giants, so who two out knows? Of, out of but, four. Uh, two out of four. Two out of four, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so we'll move it on. I mean, good yeah. for him. Not, not much else to talk about there. But, yeah, so the expanded playoffs that came out, like you said, a few a few hours before the season started. But um, I think this was something that people were probably expecting. Uh, it's just a matter of time before it came out. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's good. I think it's good. I think you're going to have a lot of parity in the league this year because of the 60 games. And then you got a lot of big-name players that opted out. So teams are kind of in a weird spot. Um, so I think it makes a lot of sense to expand the playoffs and kind of make it a little bit more competitive than years past. I don't, I don't mind. I totally agree with you, actually. I don't mind it for the 60 games. I hope this isn't something that sticks. Right. Um, and so I guess just for a brief overview for people who are listening that didn't maybe catch the news. Um, so essentially, there's going to be um, eight playoff teams from each, um, I guess, AL and NL, right? Yep. So the the West, so remember, it's just, it just the, the, the West, Central, and East for the AL and the West, Central, and East for the NL, sort of, right? Yep. Um, it's kind of confusing, but essentially it's going to be the top team from each division will make the playoffs. The second place team from each division will make the playoffs. And then of the remaining pool, the top two records will make the playoffs. Right. Yep. So, um, and then it's just straight seeding. There's no buys. There's no, uh, anything like that. It's just like, think about March Madness. The one seed plays a 16 seed. It's, it's like this for that. So the one seed is going to play the eight seed, two plays a seven, et cetera, et cetera. Um, a funky thing about the first series, it's going to be best of three. And then to make it a little bit more of a competitive, I guess, imbalance, because think about like the Yankees, or the Dodgers, or whoever's going to be the one seed, right? Um, you know, they have to play for a best of three off the bat. That kind of sucks. Like that, that, you know, if you're a one seed, you, you deserve a little better than that, right? So yeah. what they're doing is like that first game, it's going to be all home games for the best seed. Mm. Okay, so I get that they're trying to make, to level it out a little bit. Um, again, I, I don't mind it. I think, that, dude, there's so many like competitive divisions now. Now we get to see a ton of those teams fight for the playoffs, right? Um, think about like the the NL East. There's like four teams that can make the playoffs in that now, um, which is pretty cool. I think of teams that maybe are in a very top heavy division that it's kind of tough for them to squeak in uh, the, the, excuse me, the NL West is a good example. The Dodgers are obviously going to win that division, but now the second place team gets to make the playoffs. Right. So like we're guaranteed to see the Rockies, the Diamondbacks or the Padres in the playoffs now. Right. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty yeah, cool. I agree. I like I don't, like, like I said at the beginning, I, I like it too. Um, <clears throat> and I think it's something that people were expecting, but yeah, I guess to be determined to see if they adopt it for the next, you know, future years. Um, yeah. But I, I, again, I think there's going to be a lot of parity in the league. It's going to, you know, be fun to see these these teams compete at a high level for, uh, you know, to try to get to the World Series. So, um, those those were kind of the two preseason uh, things that broke. Uh, one thing that broke right before uh, the actual first game was Juan Soto um, tested positive for coronavirus, um, and he was obviously sent to the uh, the uh, IL for uh, two weeks, I believe. Right, so. Yep. Uh, that was literally moments before the 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 first pitch of that game, um, and he obviously, um, I would argue, is the best player on the Nationals, and so a uh, huge huge loss for them. Um, Yankees got it done that first night, but um, you know, outside of that, the season starting, we'll just go through a couple of the bullet points we have here, and, mm-hmm. and we'll just do some initial thoughts. But you know, first first things first, the, obviously the, the the thing that stands out the most, right? No fans. Um, and, and how it's been with, um, you know, TV and, and, and um, as a fan at home, has it felt the same 
um, than years past. I think for me, obvious answer is no. Um, but to be honest, I really haven't minded it, and it hasn't made that much of an impact for me dude, um, it, it watching is, baseball. Dude, it's normal. It's, yeah. It is normal. Dude, if you're – I was telling you, I like obviously I was biased because the first the first game of the season was my favorite team. But, like, yeah. dude, the second you get into, like, a groove, like the first inning you're, like, looking around or whatnot. But, dude, you're in the fifth inning, and, like, yeah, your it's team's – baseball. Hitting, dude, baseball. you don't even notice. Like, yeah. it's, it's – I didn't even care. You know what I did not like was Fox News – excuse me, Fox Sports – putting like those fake fans like the animated fans on like foul balls i didn't like that at all that was I weird it, I, I thought it was really weird i, I that was I, weird i didn't like that i don't know but i will can. say i will say i well for, i guess first things you can the sound of the bat is absolutely incredible you can hear that yeah, yeah. Um, totally so much agree. more this year which is awesome um but the cardboard cutouts that kind of goes into our next one yeah. the cardboard cutouts i've actually kind of liked um because it fills up the seats, um, and it, I don't know, it just makes the the visual experience of watching baseball kind of se- seem the same. Um, just because the seats are filled, um, there yeah, that, we that had one fine. story. That yeah, was- one story is that there was a White Sox fan that spent fifty thousand dollars to um, on just cardboard cutouts of himself. So he takes up like I think it's two full sections in the White Sox stadium right now. It's amazing, it's absolutely outrageous, but also yeah, I mean. I- it's, I saw a, uh, somebody hit like a cutout of a dog in one of yeah, the games. Yeah, everyone's sending their dogs. Pretty funny. Um, yeah, that part I didn't mind. I didn't like the fake virtual fans. Um, the interviews were okay. Um, you know, it's just not as good when you're completely quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people complaining about production reasons and stuff like that, and issues with cameras. I'm like, I don't know, man. Get, cut, cut on some slack. This is this is new territory for everybody. It was fine. Like there were some camera angles that got messed up. Whatever, get over it. You know, it's not not a huge yeah. deal. Um, I will say, and this is I think this is actually a point I forgot to write on our prep sheet. Um, I thought the umpiring was atrocious from hmm. behind the plate. Um, Angel, and this is this is a, a conspiracy theory that I will not take credit for. My my good buddy Jake Schreiber brought it to me, but I totally support it. Um, Angel Hernandez was the umpire for the first game of the year, the Yankees Nationals, which, by the way, was the highest rated MLB game, regular season game of all time, um, which is awesome. Angel Hernandez is regularly rated one of the worst umpires in baseball by their measuring system. Why? So the question to him and I asked each other was, why is this man being put out there with so many people watching the game? And I think it's it's MLB pushing their agenda to get their robo umpires out, like to get his name trending and to get the bad word of umpiring spread around the league and Twitter and whatnot. Um, I think they're trying to get robo umpire umpires out there pretty soon. Um, I thought it was a kind of a funny conspiracy theory. I kind of support it too. I think it's true. Um, but other than that, just just watching the games, I didn't think the umpiring was very good. Um, I don't know if you had any thoughts on that or if you even noticed. I didn't notice it too much. I think that the, the the theory, I mean, maybe it makes sense, maybe it doesn't. Um, it would eliminate one more person on the field, which would probably make the whole thing safer. But yeah, um, and and I guess if there was any time to roll it out, it'd be a sixty-game season where everything um, is not normal, right? So, um, but no, I didn't notice it too much. Um, but yeah, you, you you talked about the Yankees um, and their first game. Uh, had a pretty good series with the Nationals. Um, it's a good team. Good team they were facing. Yeah, Yankees look good. You want to just give a quick um, little, little – we'll do a minute each on our team. I thought it would be kind of fun just to give a little – Yeah, feel. go ahead. Um, yeah, I feel, of course, you know, feel free to chime in if you watch the game too. But um, I thought Cole looked awesome. Um, I thought Aaron Judge looked – One hitter. Locked in. Um, Judge looked really good to play. Yeah, it was a one hitter with a rain out technically. Um, 
James Paxton looked terrible. Um, I hope he figures it out because we need him with Severino out. Um, Giancarlo Stan, I think it's like so nice to see him get a hot start. I've been saying he's going to have a big year. I hope it, you know, this is kind of the start of that. So that was really cool to see. Um, bullpen looked good. I mean, you know, I won't, I'm not going to dive into the nitty gritty here. This isn't a Yankees podcast, but, um, I thought the team looked good. Two out of three from the defending champs isn't too shabby. Um, bullpen looked good. I hope the rotation can, can hold up. Um, you know, the boys are going to hit, so I'm not too worried about it. Um, birds look good though, man. Give me, give me people, the spiel. People are saying Cole, um, already has his pinstripes. Do people were saying Aaron Judge doesn't even have his pinstripes yet? How could Cole have them? <laughs> Never understood that, but um, yeah, the Cardinals. Cardinals look good. I mean, we played the um, we played the uh, Pirates, and Pirates, so right. they're probably going to finish last in the Central. But um, you know, they look good. I would like I would would have liked to see us take three. Um, you know, um, Flaherty obviously looked really, really good. Uh, Wainwright actually came back, and he's going to be our second starter this year, which is nice. um, a surprise to a lot of people. But, uh, but yeah, he, I mean, they, they look good in the, in the whole series. Bats were there. Yachty. Um, yeah, Yachty, Yachty looks fresh in the beginning. Paul DeYoung looks really good at the plate. Uh, we're still trying to figure out center field with Lane Thomas and, and Harrison Bader. Neither can really uh, pull away in that race. But, you know, they're, they're still throwing Fowler out there. He's still striking out twice a game. Um, nice. So, you know, I, I think we've got to move on from him. And I think this whole season will, will tell a story there. But. Bullpen, you know, look good as well. We're going to get uh, Giovanni Gallegos back here in a little bit, who's going to be most likely our closer. And then a little bit of news today. Mikolas is out for the rest of the year. He had to get Wait, surgery really? on his elbow. Yeah, yeah, came out that. about 30 minutes before we get jumped on. So oh, no. we're going to bring up uh, Ponce de Leon from the from the bullpen. He's going to be the fifth starter. And uh, the GM, yeah, the GM actually, Mosaic said he's going to look for external opportunities. So tough news for, for uh, Mikolas. But, uh, Tommy you know, John? I don't think it's Tommy John. It's like, it's like an arthroscopic surgery on his on his. Yeah. Uh, sucks. I like on, yeah. So, but hey, just next man up, right? I mean, a lot of teams are missing a lot of good players, so nothing else you can um, uh, you can really do. Yeah, and then another. Well, I guess we'll stick on the pitching team here. I, I, something I noticed was, I, dude, there are so many relievers used this yeah. weekend. <laughs> yeah. It was like kind of exhausting at times. Um, I think there was maybe two or three pitchers that went past seven. Mm-hmm. Um, which I know one was a complete game. That was Hendricks for the Cubs. Um, dude, there were teams that were just fireballing people left and right, even with a three better minimum. It was hilarious. Because yeah. um, remember, the, the Ross is at 30 right now. Dude, there are teams carrying literally 15 relievers. Right. Um, and I like it from a strategy standpoint. It's going to be a lot of complaints of the, the pace of play, but I don't know. That was just something I noticed from the first couple of games. A team like the Rays, the A's, they were just, you it's, know, it's, just chucking arms out there. It's got to be because they're trying to keep the pitch count low, right? For starters, yeah. since they're trying to ease them back into play. I mean, yeah. that, that's gotta be the main reason, right? Okay. But, um, but yeah, I don't know if you noticed this either, but just from a little gambling perspective, it seemed like the over was hitting in almost every single game. Like the yeah. twins, I think they scored, you have it on here. They scored 27 runs in the first. I mean, they, people are just raking these pitchers. That was, was going to be in that, my next question. I, I think, and I'll give you my answer before I ask, ask you, uh-huh. I was going to say, who do you think has been hurting more from the lack of, you know, spring training or summer camp, whatever the hell you want to call it. I think it's the pitchers. It's not even. It's got to be the pitchers. It's, it's not even close. I do there. And we and we thought it, we thought it was going to be. I remember I was talking about this. We thought it was going to be the hitters because we thought that the uh, live at bats weren't going to be there during quarantine. Yeah. So you cut, you jump in, and you, you haven't seen a live AB in a while. But that's just not the case. Dude, there were some pitchers that were just meatballing stuff. I like, couldn't hit a spot to save their life. We've I, got I, it on here. Oh, how about Otani? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh I know. We'll, let's get to him in a second. And we got one more point. And we'll do kind of like a rapid fire of some storylines. Um, this, this is what I, I really want to talk about. What I, yeah. I just want to get, get your initial thoughts on the run on second to start the inning. Yeah, I'm um, gonna be honest. I didn't watch any games with it with it happen. Okay, I, I, I bet on a few that I didn't even know about, but I, I didn't I didn't watch any games with it um, that it that it happened. So I'll I'll uh, defer to you. Okay. Um, I don't like it. I okay. hope it never comes back. I think it will come back, and I think next couple seasons they're gonna do it later in the innings. So like, okay. 10, 11, 12 will be normal, and then if it gets to the 13th inning, then they'll do it. Um, dude, it's just weird. It's just like. I don't know what a game it was, but it was a tie game going into the 10th. The home team comes up, you know, runner on second, mm-hmm. bunt, fly ball, game's over. Yeah. And they interviewed some after the game, and they were like, what is this? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, what? Like, those relievers are so, they're such specialty arms. And they're so, and one guy was like, those relievers are so hard to get on base against, right? That's what their job. Their job is to face three hitters and be so tough on them. And you're just, you're just giving the run on second to them. And they're not used to that, you know what I mean? It's, like, so different for them. Um, I, I kind of agree, man. It's, I, I'm sure you and I will have this, per, like, this will personally change us when, like, this happens to the Yanks or the Cardinals, you know, when we get screwed from this rule. Yeah. Which is probably bound to happen at some point. Oh, but, like, right. overall, I, just, I, just, I, don't, I don't really like it. I, I, I think it just, like, ends the game. I mean, the statistics are, are there for the league. It, it is end, games are ending way quicker now. Like, like then I forgot the percentages were, but like the number, the percentage of games they're ending in the tenth inning now are way higher. Oh, that's what they um, wanted. That's exactly what they wanted. So that was just my quick thought on it. Yeah. No. Again, I haven't, I haven't, it hasn't affected me yet, so I guess I, I can't really comment. But, um, like you said, we're gonna jump into some rapid fire stuff. So just some, the biggest storylines I think that came out of the first three or four days of the, yep. of the year here. So, talked about Nicholas, um, Corey Kluber actually went out with a shoulder tear. I believe he's out rest of the year. Correct. Uh, it says four weeks. Okay. This is going to come back as a reliever if he can't come back. So Ugh. I think big deal for the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough loss. Lance Lynn looked good. That rotation's got a bunch of Lance, like the MLB vets that know how to Lance do it. Lance Lynn. Mike Miner, Lance Lynn. I'll throw uh, some, Lance Lynn put on some weight again. Yeah, he I mean, did. that guy. He had a good start, though. Guy. Yeah. Uh, um, what was that? Oh, yeah, Otani. Otani yeah. got absolutely so, shelled. So I did bet on this game, and uh, I, I took – I think I took Athletics first five, and he gave up I think five in the in the first inning. I think it was gets pulled. Didn't get didn't record an out. Did not record a single out. Was is that I I looked at the box score and it was five zero in the first, and I was like, oh no. Yeah, and game I, I, I didn't follow that game very closely. Yeah, game ended up like five four. So they actually came back once Otani came out. The bullpen held down for him, but I mean he got absolutely lit up, and then he went zero four the next day. So tough start to the season for Otani. <laughs> Um, Verlander, this was a weird one. Good Verlander story. comes out with, um, they were, they, they release, I don't know who it was who first had it, but they released that, that Verlander, Bob, could be out. Bob Nightingale was, it was. Okay. He, he released that Verlander could pretend, or he, I think he said he was going to be out for the rest of the year, uh, with an, with an injury, uh, reported by the team. Verlander then came over the top of that with a tweet in about the next 30 minutes and said, what? Uh, like I'm only going to be out a few weeks. <laughs> the the problem is that everyone's having with that is so he says there's like a forearm nerve issue or something like that and there's been just like so many issues of pitchers saying they're going to be fine and something like this and then it ends up being tommy john or something like that right yeah um i i don't think he's going to pitch again this year um you know especially in such a short season you know even if he does come back like was he gonna have a couple starts right. um so yeah it was it was a little weird how that story unfolded though like 
not getting the news right, but yeah, you know, I mean, tough loss for the for the Astros, but I don't really care about them. So I, I don't don't want Verlander to be hurt because he's a Hall of Famer and you know he's kind of a goon and he kind of he says some stupid shit, but like he's he's a you know a, a pitching treasure for our lifetime. But yeah, yeah, I don't I don't care about the Astros winning it, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kershaw was another one scratched late, yep. and when I, when I say late, I mean like late, like, late, like right before the right, right before, before the, this was opening day too. Yeah. Um, I think it was back pain, right? Back pain. Yeah. Uh, I hate to see this, man. I, I keep hoping he's going to have a bounce back here. Uh, yeah, he's had back pain for a long time, so hopefully he can bounce back. But, yeah, Daniel, they threw Daniel May out there, or whatever that guy's name is. Um, Dustin the, May. Dude, Dustin May with the red hair. He's filthy. He's yeah, going to be so good. He's good. He's really he's gonna be good. so good. He's good. They got to be young, uh, young staff with Bueller and him, so. But then you have uh, Daniel Bard first win since 2013 because of the yips. Is this the guy that they they tweeted hadn't been hadn't pitched in like 3,000 yes. days or something? Yes, that's what okay, I didn't, so I didn't read into the story. Talk to me. He plays for the Rockies. Okay. He used to play for the Red Sox, and I I don't know if you remember his name, but I I do just from his time in the AL East. Tall, slim guy. Um, played with the Red Sox. Good reliever, and he uh, exactly what you just said. He got the yips. He couldn't throw a strike. He got oh. out of baseball. He kept trying to come back and come back and come back. He didn't. He literally never gave up. If you go read about his story, he went to different minor league teams, signed, cut, signed, cut, etc. And then I guess he broke in with the 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 Rockies. Someone gave him a chance. He did well Good for him, man. And then they they made he made the roster, and then they they threw him out there. He got a win somehow. Dude, he was checking like ninety nine on the corner. It was insane. I don't no know kidding. how old I don't I don't know how old he is now. He's got to be you know thirties or something, right? Um, I mean, good for him, man. That's awesome yeah, to see. It's really, a really, really cool story. Really good feel-good story for the weekend. Nice. Yeah, next one, we've got Padres and the Brewers uniforms. You, I think you texted me about the Brewers uniforms. They look oh, really man. good. Dude, the Padres, so we had nice. talked about those. Those look really good, too, to start the Dude, year. They both did such a good job. Um, yeah. There's a lot of attention going around around them, and, and rightfully so. Um, the Padres ones, are, they're clean. They're fun with the colors. But both, I put them both in the same kind of adjectives. They're very sure. clean, uh, cool colors. They both kind of have that yellow trim. Um, both really solid job. I was, I was happy to see those. Tatis looks sweet in the Padres yep. uniform, by yeah, the way. No doubt. No doubt. Um, we talked about it. The Twins absolutely lit up the White Sox in their first series. Nelson Cruz is is absolutely on fire. They scored 27 runs in the first series. A little um, a little uh, backstory on, not, I guess, Recent news on Nelson Cruz. I don't know if you caught this on Twitter today. Um, I'm going to try to pull it up because I didn't have it pulled up. But he got absolutely roasted today um, by a guy who I've never heard of. Um, Anyway, so the the, uh, Twins tweeted today, we can't think of anyone more deserving. Congrats, Boomstick, on being the American League Player of the Week, which we have on here later. He kind of quote tweeted and said, hard work pays off. Hashtag repost at Twins. Some guy who's verified, and he looks like he's a player, came over the top of it and quote-tweeted uh, Cruz's tweet and said, uh, really hard work, question mark. And they were like, and then they said, like, weren't you caught using PEDs or something like that? And it had, like, 400,000 likes. Wait, I got to find this. Yeah, I, I, I can't find oh, it yeah, right X, now. Is it, is it Casey Fien? I don't remember his name. Is that the, is that the, guy, it, that the guy who replied to him? I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, so is he a player? He's an ex-twin. Okay, so he doesn't play anymore. He does. It says he's an ex-twin. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not good. Uh, that means he played with him. Forty-year-old ex. Wait, no, no, no. Maybe, yeah. Okay, okay. 
Uh, really hard work pays off. Says a player that got caught using PEDs and blamed on a stomach infection. Oh, my God. It says, wow, I'm amazed at how many people can defend Cruz. We reward those who get cut corners and cheat to get ahead. Oh. I mean, Twitter has been on fire to start like this MLB Casey season. Fiend. I want to see this, dude. Wait, it has 400,000 likes. It had some, it had some crazy it's, amount of likes when I saw it. Which... Was it Casey Fiend's tweet or someone else's? I, I don't I don't remember. It was whoever somebody quote tweeted. Maybe it was four hundred, not four hundred thousand, but um, somebody tweeted it or quote tweeted it and just roasted him. But that was just my quick story for the day. Okay, I, man, I, didn't, I didn't see that. Interesting. Okay. Um, but then yeah, Rendon out for now. He's actually in the lineup tonight, so he is playing tonight. Um, I'm not sure what injury he was dealing with, but he is in the lineup tonight, which um, Angel should be on full should be on full uh, full health tonight. They've got Trout. Pujols, Upton, Rendon, Otani, all of them in the lineup tonight. So uh, looking for a big right. night for them. I did see that. Hopefully Rendon's okay. They obviously paid yep. a lot of money for that, man. And yep. that, was a fun, that was a fun team to watch this year. I hope they can. I mean, that top five is scary, man. Fletcher, Trout, Otani, Upton. Yeah, yeah uh, totally agree. And then uh, Michael Lorenzen, this guy, if you haven't <laughs> seen him yet, um, go to we Instagram. About, we, we, we actually talked about this guy a couple times. He might be the most mentioned player on this pod. Oh. Is, this, is this a Michael Lorenzen pod now? Dude, this is the Jack dude who plays uh, both ways for the for the uh, for does the everything, yeah. And he came out wearing Vans cleats, oh. like the company Vans, and I actually didn't mind them. I thought they were kind of cool. And then he comes in just yeah, gets absolutely shelled. You can't be he, wearing those and then get shelled. Dude, he had dude the red starters. Three of them had awesome games. Gray, the three had a monster. Gray, uh, Bauer, and Castillo. Castillo. And freaking Lorenzo came in and blew two of them. Bauer had 13 Ks. My God. God. Um. Yeah, but I have a side note. Reds. Their lineup has looked horrible to start. It the is. I, I didn't. I don't. Um, uh, Votto looked okay, right? Votto has start. looked good, but other than that, they have been slow. Uh, nice. Pitching has been good for them. Yeah, bullpen's been terrible. But um. Nice. But yeah, we've also got first time in 66 years that no team has started three and zero, and then on this other side of that, no one's at, no one started zero and three. So that might be my favorite stat of the entire weekend. How about that? that? that Talk that about is, parody. That is what we want in sports we don't want you know it's you know well we talked about it i mean the giants took two from the dodgers at the dodgers you had the pirates took one from the cardinals um should have taken another one actually we should have lost two um you had some other big upsets too i mean maybe it maybe it's the you know the fans not being there but i i think we're gonna see a lot of parody and and also this kind of goes back to our when we covered the uh, over-unders maybe this is why they had um over-under is so close. I think the Orioles and the Yankees were only separated by like 12 games, right? Right. In the over-under. Maybe that's what it is, man. Maybe they're they're projecting to have a lot of parity in the league. I know the Blue Jays went into, um, where'd they go? Tampa Bay and stole a couple. So, um, you know, it's been a weird start to the year for sure. Orioles got two out of three from the Red Sox. Yes, that was the other one. I mean, yeah. those teams are horrible. I horrible. Uh, I think, like, the 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 benefit of having a shorter season is I would say like oh it's gonna pan out like it will pan out but not so much as 162 games right yeah. like now these small teams have a chance I don't know about you man but I I'm kind of for reducing the season this kind of sparked a big debate on Twitter again um, I'm I don't want 60 games of course that's way too small but how about like how about like 100 100 games 110 games yeah like I I'm I'm kind of for that I don't know I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, we. I mean, this could be this could be a whole episode. Um, <clears throat> but I I think that the reduced season is going to bring a lot of people um into kind of fandom for the MLB. I think people are going to be really fond of it. 
Dude, there are a lot of people watching. It. Yeah, there are a lot of people just watching random games. Even yeah, like my and friends. That, I mean, that, a lot of that has to do with it's the first major sport True. back. True. Um, but I think people are gonna like the sixty game kind of sprint feel. I do too. Um, I just I had friends that are huge basketball and football fans that they're texting me. And they're like, I'm actually finding myself watching yeah. baseball game because like there's not so many of them. You yeah. Know what I mean? So and I it's I mean for baseball historians it's horrible and they would never want it. But... <laughs> yeah. But... Baseball boomers. Yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. We'll see how it plays out. I kind of like it, too. Gives it a better feel. Uh, makes the games more important. You see better lineups in, you know, put put out there day in and day out. So we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But last piece, last uh, little note we have here. Nelson Cruz, Jose Iglesias, um, my boy Justin Turner, and Jackie Bradley all have seven hits in the first three games. So um, some hot starts there to uh, start get the that, season. Get that confidence up. We should have uh, we we should have put up the players that are um, 0 for seven to start the oh, start the yeah. year, or even more 0 for whatever it is now. I'm sure there's some slumpers out there, but oh, none notable on the on the Cardinals. And I can't think of any of the Yankees. Um, everyone's everyone's off to a pretty good start yeah. on both those teams. Yeah, I'm not gonna roast anybody like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but then, all right, let's let's yeah let's talk. Uh, I guess I don't know if we should have ended on the good stuff or the bad stuff, but this is the bad stuff. Um, yeah, Miami Marlins. Basically, half the team has COVID. Um, long <laughs> <laughs> that was a very blunt way of putting it. Um, basically, the Marlins played it in oh, Philadelphia, man. and after the game, they got tested or something like that. And no, they went into the game knowing that some of well, them tested this, positive. Well, this was the story that came out, and now we're finding more information. Ugh. So we find out, all right, Cardinals have like, a, or excuse me, the Marlins have like 11 players test positive. Yep. And then it comes out that they, they knew a few of them were positive before the game, but the team still voted to play. Yep. Is the report. Which, um, which is fine because those players sat out, but you have yeah. to realize they could have spread that to right. other players that were playing, and now five more came out today. So now so there's... Yep, so now there's five more came out today. And th- this includes staff and, you know, personnel right. and players. So they're stuck in Philadelphia waiting for results. The Yankees, who were supposed to be in Philadelphia this weekend, that series has been postponed. And the Orioles, Marlins, Mar- the Marlins home opener in Miami has been postponed. Um, the Yankees can't even get out of D.C. They can't even leave right now. Um, and then the, the the Yankees are now playing the Orioles this week, most likely, just to get, to get games on the move. Um, so did you see what Manfred said when they asked him about the season? He just said he pretty much said there's no no. He said like there's no sign of us shutting it down unless the, it becomes that team is not competitive. It, like he basically said until there's no more people on the place on 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 planet Earth that can play baseball, we're going to continue to play. He just wants it to be next man up. You've got a bunch of people in your system. Bring them up. We're going to continue to play. Yeah, Which, so ba- I mean. Basically, basically, they're trying to do it. Excuse me. Where they can they revise the schedule to get teams away from Miami and Philly. Right. Which they have. This is, you know. Not some good. people are saying it's not a big deal. We knew we were going to get tested positive. I saw someone at the Phillies ballpark tested positive today. Yeah, but here's the here's the reality is, yes, we knew we were going to get some positive tests. A full team, nearly or nearly half the team, 18 players testing positive. I probably didn't know we were going to get to that point, and then they were going to play a game and potentially spread it. Um, the NHL has tested every single player that has traveled to Edmonton and Toronto, and they have had zero positive tests. So I, I will say the good news is, I saw a little before we got on here, mm-hmm. there's no other recent positive tests everybody got tested yesterday in the league correct and there were no other positive tests that's good news for sure 
Well, let me rephrase. No other new positive tests from players Correct. that were yep. tested. Yep, still have the ones really, that have been out. Really good news. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much the only news that's keeping this thing afloat right now. I just um, I just think with the NBA and the NHL having the bubble, we're gonna have a tough time here with um with the yeah, MLB we were, we were with the roasted. amount of travel. Even even freaking Woj roasted us on Twitter. Was, Did he? Was just roasting baseball. Yeah, he was like, I mean, he didn't do it directly because he's Woj, but like, he was kind of like, with the MLB and you know NFL sign or NHL decided to play in the bubble, the MLB is paying the consequences now or something like that. Yeah. Um, which is not wrong. Um, no. So also, I don't know if you saw. There's a conspiracy theory, or at least it had some traction today, that there was a report and there were sightings of. Uh, Marlins players at a strip club before they wouldn't play the Phillies uh, the night before. What is? Yeah, I, I'm a descent to you on Reddit. Um, oh my god! And there's some traction too. I, I don't believe anything I see on Reddit, but there was some stuff on Twitter I was seeing too that people thought it was real. Um, which is you can kind of chuckle bad. Well, did you see the Lou Williams news? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was he outside with um? Who's that rapper that uh, had that really? I don't even know who the guy the guy who, who the guy is, but yeah, he tweeted or Instagrammed a picture of. <laughs> Him Jack and Lou something? at a strip club. Jack Harlow? Jack Harlow, is that it? I think that's what it was, yes. That sounds that sounds right. And then, obviously, no. Lou Williams got caught, and he has to be on uh, quarantine for the next 14 days, and he's going to miss the opener of the season. But So I guess I guess the question is, let me ask you, like, do you, like how do you think this affects baseball? Do you think we're going to have a season? Do you think we're going to shut it down? What do you think we're going to go from here? Well, I think they, they already took the action of, of uh, shutting down the Phillies and the Marlins. That was MLB direction, and they revised the schedules to have you know, teams not travel there for the time being. I don't know how they're going to make up those games at those two teams because I think the Miami has to be out through Sunday, which is probably four or five games, and then I think Philly can play by the end, by Friday. But I, I mean, here's the reality: is it can't get worse than that. I don't know how much worse. I mean, it, it just can't. If it keeps getting worse, we're going to have to. You have to postpone, pause, or do something. Mean, it's just very reminiscent of when the NBA was playing and it first hit, and they had to like cancel that first game with Rudy Gobert. That's what it feels like right now. It feels like we're kind of like back at square one. So it's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. So I, I just, it cannot get worse than this. Um, and players need to bear down. And if you really want to get the season in, you, you've got to stay, uh, follow protocols and you've got to stay inside. You I just saw have the, the nationals did a team vote today. They're supposed to go to Philadelphia next, like this week or something. Mm-hmm. And they did a team vote and they all said they're not going. Really? Um, yeah, I, I don't know what the MLB can do about that. I don't know if they say, "Oh, it's safe to play." Do they just forfeit those games? Yeah, wow. but they, they they pretty much just said we're not. Going. There's one guy that said he'll go. I, I don't know. They didn't say who it was, but um, one guy will go. Yeah, but like, there's they took a vote in the locker room. There's one person who said we should play, <laughs> and then I don't I don't know who it was, but that's that's a bold man. Well, we didn't. We said we didn't want to end it on. The, that's all we had. We said we didn't want to end it on a on a, a bad note. But here's the reality: is we've got baseball back. And it's awesome to watch it. When we log off here, I'm going to catch the Cardinals twins tonight. Carlos Martinez on the bump. I'm excited to see him start again. But, um, you know, the reality is we're in a tough spot right now, and they need to uh, – there's a lot of conversations going on right now, and they need to figure out so we can continue the season. But, um, Monks, any any uh, any any fun games you're looking for uh, next – you I, know, to finish out the week? I got to look at the schedule, and let me let me small talk a little bit here while I pull it up. But sure. the the – the bottom line is, I have, and this is the biggest way it impacts all of us, is I have something to do now on every single night. Night. Yes. I can pull up any random game, you know, if Kate goes to bed early or if we just want to have some quiet time apart from each other, whatever it is. Yeah. 
Yep. If I have the TV or my laptop, I can pull up any game I want to now. And enjoy it. And enjoy it. It's just something to do on my weeknights now. You know, I have to get sucked into Netflix every night. So um, one thing awesome. one thing is uh, Dodgers-Astros. I was about to say, I, I'm looking at the schedule for tonight. That's going to be fun. Um, how about, dude, this is, this is also what I love. I'm looking at these games. I'm like, oh, that's a good division game. That's a good division game. That's yeah. another good division game. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, Cardinals-Twins, that's a great matchup. I know. I'm excited for this Dodgers-Astros. Tampa you know, Bay, Atlanta, too, is kind of low-key, a really good matchup. Tampa Those Bay, are two Atlanta, really good teams. Orioles-Marlins is the worst matchup you could possibly imagine in baseball. Um, who else? That's, I mean... What do we have this match. weekend? Dodgers Looks like we've got NBA and NHL coming back this weekend, but we've got some good... Mat- oh, we got Red Sox-Yankees kicking off on Friday. Is that this weekend? Yeah, what do you think? I haven't seen yet. Oh, nice. In New York, too. Man, that's, go. some good Friday, that's some good Friday viewing right there. That's got to be on ESPN. Um, oh, no, never mind. When, whenever the NBA returns, ESPN's locked up. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know about you. I just use Reddit. I, I've been concerned using like MLB TV or something, but I don't know if I want to pay for it. Um, I know they have some blackout issues and whatnot, but... Yeah. Um, oh, dude, Yankees, Red Sox. No, there's really nothing better in sports. We all know that. That'll be fun. Um, but, yeah, man, that's all I got. I, I'm so happy baseball's back. Yep. Our our pods survived the off season, which is fun. We've got I I got a few people text me saying congrats on the the survival, which is pretty funny. Um, we made but it. Yeah, there. dude, that's all I got for you. All right, me too. Hey, um, everybody, like, follow, and share as always. Have a good rest of your week. Take care, guys. See y'all.